0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at champacasino.com Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Sheen. Recorded live. Hello again and welcome to uh, Restoring America. Today is uh, February the 8th, 2015. And I've been... Uh, for the past month i've been having uh, lessons or talks or recordings about communism and i'm going to continue that today i what i believe is that the the people who are really manipulating and controlling everything from the top use uh, a a process called the dialectic where they pit differing, widely differing uh, opposite groups against each other, like communism would be on one side, capitalism on the other side, and in the process, they kind of uh, have these two fighting with each other and eventually come to something kind of in the middle but well, what I believe is that they're moving us more and more toward communism, toward a communist state. And that's not to say necessarily who is at the top, who is promoting or who, uh, where this really comes from, let's say it like that. And, but this article that I'm going to read today uh, suggests some things, has some good information, some very interesting uh, information that. That I want you to notice, and uh, I don't agree with everything this guy says. Is this is from Henry Macow, uh, uh Henry Macow has some books about the Illuminati, uh, the Freemasons. He is uh, to him the uh, culprits are the Zionists, the uh, Illuminati, Jewish bankers and they are the ones behind uh all the bad stuff and he doesn't really emphasize or doesn't really consider uh that uh, there possibly maybe others and that might be the jesuits who might be uh behind communism uh really in the beginning so and who manipulates all of these the illuminati and who is basically the source of the illuminati as we will I'll try to uh, read something uh, about that before too long. But the article that uh, I'm going to read today is uh, entitled Bella Dodd, The New World Order is Communism. The war on terrorism is designed to transform society into a communist police state. And this is what's happening in America all around us. We're being transformed into a communist police state by the day, by the week. uh, Our president is a Marxist, Muslim Marxist, and he is moving us more and more away from Protestant Christianity toward a communist Marxist police state. And uh, everything around us seems to indicate this. In 1954... Bella Dodd, a high ranking defector from the U.S. Communist Party, warned us that Illuminati Jewish bankers are behind communism, and this satanic cult controls the USA. Her book, School of Darkness, requires a revisit. Here's a quote from J. Edgar Hoover, the uh, head of the FBI the objectives of communism are being steadily advanced. The individual is handicapped by coming face-to-face with a conspiracy so monstrous he cannot believe it exists. That's what J. Edgar Hoover says about uh, communism. And I think that's absolutely true. This uh, conspiracy is so far so uh, all-encompassing almost, it comes from us from many, many different angles, and it's all leading us toward communism, a totalitarian communist dictatorship state, where uh, Christianity, especially Protestant Christianity, is going to be uh, the target. And uh, America is the target because America has been uh, the home of Protestant Christianity for uh, 400 years now, just about. So this article is written by Henry Macau, Ph.D. It was originally posted in March of 2003. Bella Dodd was a leader of the Communist Party of America, CPUSA in the 1930s and 40s. Her book, School of Darkness, uh, published in 1954, reveals that communism was a hoax perpetrated by financiers, bankers, to control the common man and to advance world tyranny. Naturally, this important book is out of print and not in any used bookstores. It can be read online here. There's a link that you have, If you'd like to read this book, uh, they have it available online. Bella Dodd was born Maria Assunta Isabella Vissona in Italy about 1904. It would be interesting to see if she was a Catholic, if she was raised a Catholic. A brilliant and dedicated woman, she graduated from Hunter College and New York Law School New York University Law School. She became head of the New York State Teachers Union and was a member of the CPUSA's National Council until 1949. Dodd describes communism as a strange, secret cult whose goal is the destruction of Western, that is, Protestant Christian civilization. Millions of naive idealist innocents, are tricked by its talk of helping the poor, but it cares only for power. <clears throat> for example, Dodd found there was no social research at party headquarters. We are a revolutionary party, not a reform party, she was told. <clears throat> they just want to tear everything up. They're not really uh, what they say they are. They're not really promoting uh, help for the poor. They use that to gain power. Creating human beings that would conform. The Communist Party operates by infiltrating and subverting social institutions like the churches, schools, mass media, and government. Notice the churches are the first thing there. Its aim was to create new types of human beings who would conform to the blueprint of the world they confidently uh, expected to control. For example, Dodd reveals that the Communist Party USA had 1,100 members become Catholic priests in the 1930s. That's interesting, isn't it? and the catholics or the catholic church is uh, pretty much behind a lot of this at least the jesuits are so the jesuits could very much be behind this it is also subverted it also subverted the american education system by taking over the teachers unions and learned societies only people who accepted the materialistic collectivist international class struggle approach were advanced. Involving women in the war effort fitted the long-range program. The party did all it could to induce women to go into industry, to, to work. Its fashion designers created special styles for them, and its songwriters wrote special songs to spur them. War period conditions they planned were to become a permanent part of the future educational program. The bourgeois family, as a social unit, was to be made obsolete. The traditional family was one of the primary targets. There was to be no family but the party and the state. Dodd helped organize the Congress of American Women, a forerunner of the modern feminist movement. Since it was supposedly a movement for peace, it attracted many women. But it was really only a renewed offensive to control American women. Like youth and minority groups, they are regarded as a reserve force of the revolution because they are more easily moved by emotional appeals. This is, I'm just quoting from her book, Subversion of U.S. Completed in the 1930s. Let me read that again. The subversion of the United States was completed in the 1930s. When Franklin D. Roosevelt recognized Russia in 1933, communist Russia, the Soviet Union, he deliberately turned a blind eye to the communist USA party, their massive program of espionage and subversion. Liberals denied that this took place and complained about a witch hunt. Is what? The loony right was correct. A new book, The Secret World of American Communism, based on newly opened Kremlin archives, confirms that CPUSA, the Communist Party in America, was a puppet of Moscow and the Roosevelt and Truman administrations Were practically run by Soviet agents Alger Hiss, Harry Hopkins, and Harry Dexter White, to name a few. I've I've, uh, there's another book you might be interested in. It's called uh, The Haunted Wood, The Haunted Woods, I believe. I can't remember the guy's name, but it's a. In the 1990s, they released a lot of. uh, the papers that proved what uh, Joseph McCarthy was accusing, uh, was suggesting in his uh, congressional hearings that we were being overrun by uh, Soviet, by communist agents, spies in America, and they just it just details all of that. This is what this book and the Secret World of American Communism does as well. The war years saw the Communist Party USA actually renounce the class struggle and join the so-called Roosevelt camp of progress, which included progressive capitalists, the progressives, which have become the liberals, which have become the Democratic Party and the Communist Party USA, basically. The Communist Party now assumed the responsibility of establishing a rigid discipline over the working class. No employer was more effective or more relentless in checking strikes against the workers or minimizing complaints. While wages rose a little during those years, they did not compare with the rise in profits and in monopoly control of basic necessities. War production was chiefly in the hands of of ten large corporations, the communists carefully muted such information. So they were in, they infiltrated the big corporations, that's what he's saying, and had their hands in the ten large corporations that were uh, really building the war machine for America in World War II. The war years saw amazing coordination between the communist party and America's financial elite. The elite financed a sophisticated propaganda agency called the Russian Institute, located on Park Avenue across 68th Street from Rockefeller's Council on Foreign Relations, right across the street. Here are famous names like Vanderbilt, Lamont, Whitney, and Morgan mingled with those of communist leaders. So the big uh, financial elite leaders, the big bankers in America, the Federal Reserve people, were uh, mingling with the communist leaders. At Roosevelt's insistence, Stalin dissolved the Comintern in order to make the, the Communist Party USA look like an American party. The Communist Party leader, Earl Broder, achieved national prominence and consulted with senior Roosevelt cabinet ministers. The joint U.S.-Russian effort was to be the basis of the New World Order. We've covered this. They were, trying, they were working to mingle, to, to combine the United States and Russia, so the Soviet Union. But inexplicably, the policy changed and Broder instantly became a non-person. Something must have happened. Apparently, the financial elite had decided the time wasn't right for world government. There's going to be too much resistance in 1940 and 50. A Cold War would be much more lucrative to the big companies. Dodd was told that in the future the party would often find itself opposed not only to the government, but also to U.S. workers whom they were using. I now saw that that with the best motives and a desire to serve the working people, I and thousands like me had been led to a betrayal of these very people. I had been on the side of those who sought the destruction of my own country. Like frightened mice, the Communist Party USA membership scurried to adopt the new party line. Dodd tried to quit, but was told no one gets out of the party. You die or you are thrown out. Eventually, Dodd was expelled and smeared as anti-Negro, anti-Puerto Rican, anti-Semitic, anti labor and a defender of the landlord. So she was a racist... Uh, at that time, anti-worker, uh, defendant of the rich people. Sound familiar? Yes, it does. Today it's it's uh, racist, homophobic, stuff like that that they use. They just call names. They just uh, get a name call on people, at humiliating people, mocking people. This is one of their main strategies. After more than 20 years of tireless sacrifice, Bella Dodd was without family or friends. The party had been her family. It hates. Its hates had become my own hates, she says. This is the key to the mental enslavement of mankind. The individual is made into nothing. He operates as the physical part of a higher, a bigger group intelligence. He has no awareness of the plans the higher group intelligence has for utilizing him. A secret, well-organized world power. Bella Dodd was circumspect about the people behind or above the Communist Party. She once was told to phone two multimillionaires who live in the Waldorf Towers if she lost contact with Moscow. Elsewhere, she refers to a secret, well-organized world power. She is obviously afraid to be totally candid. She suspects that one Communist Party USA leader's suicide was, in fact, murder. But she does drop a possible clue. She says that each of the nine floors of the party-owned headquarters at 35 East 12th Street in New York City was devoted to the Communist Party USA business, nine of the floors. The sixth floor held the publication offices of the Yiddish newspaper, the Free Height, and the Jewish Commission. Page 162. Indeed, Jews were prominent among communist dupes. Uh, they call dupes or uh, uh, they're useful idiots. They do their work. They deceive them to do their work is what they're saying. One thing you should know about Henry Macau, he he believes, uh, what he is convinced is that the Jews, the Zionists, it's not all Jewish people, are necessarily uh, what would you call them? The uh, uh, the truly religious Jews who are following the Old Testament are uh, he. What he believes is that the Zionists, the people who have promoted the na- nation of Israel, are behind uh, everything. they 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 they're the the bankers and they control things. This is what Henry Macal. And I'm, I'm not uh, in full agreement with that. I believe that they are used by others. And these others come out looking like a rose. They come out looking like they're the, the heroes or they're the ones who can save us. Who would be uh, the Pope, the Jesuits, the the Catholic Church, the Vatican. Okay. This is what, that's what I believe. Uh, but this is what i 'm reading is pretty good history here, so they were using they was they they use other uh, they want to divert attention away from themselves and yet get their work done and we 're moving toward a communist uh world order. This is what they're moving us toward what now became clear to me this is back to Bella Dodd was the collusion. She was high up in the Communist Party USA. What now became clear to me was the collusion of these two forces, the communist with their timetable for world control and certain mercenary forces in the free world bent on making profits from war, from blood. So it's not just the communist, but it's the big-time what we would call big-time capitalists—the the people who are the big financial, the one percent or point zero zero one percent—the big top rich people of the world, the the billionaires, the bill billionaires, you know, maybe trillionaires, probably trillionaires now, you know. So there is a there was a collision. Of these two forces. This is what we read or uh, heard from Norman Dodd. I don't think there's any uh, relationship between Bella Dodd and Norman Dodd, but he basically said the same, he found out the same thing that they were trying to merge uh, Russia and the United States. Way back in the 30s, he found this out, way up at the top from the bankers. As one piece of the puzzle that finally became a picture, Dodd, this is Bella Dodd, tells the story of the ship Erica Reed, typical of hundreds of other stories. During the Spanish Civil War in the 30s, Americans donated money to load the ship with medical supplies and food for Spain. The communists diverted the ship to Russia instead. Censorship is crucial to communist, Dodd says. I have often seen leaders pull books from shelves in homes and warn members to destroy them. So they don't want you reading certain things. They don't want you figuring out what's really going on. Communism is essentially a deceitful system of international elite control. It's not what it appears, it's certainly not, what they preach. It's not that at all. It's a means of control from the the elite rich people. Communism is essentially a deceitful system of international elite control. It was not suppressed during the McCarthy era. Rather, it morphed into the new left, the counterculture, civil rights, the anti-war movement, the women's liberation movements, and uh, later into a plethora of elite-sponsored NGOs and media, Democratic and Republican Party factions, liberal, Zionist, labor, and gay rights groups. So the communist. I want to read this again so you get what she's saying and what Henry Macau is saying here. Communism is essentially a deceitful system of international elite control. It was not suppressed during the McCarthy during the Joseph McCarthy era. It was not stopped. Instead it changed, it, it morphed into into other things. Rather it morphed into the new left the counterculture, the hippie movement, uh, the music, uh, the Beatles and the music industry that sprung up during the 60s, the flower power people, civil rights, the black civil rights movement led by uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and others like that, the anti-war movement, of the anti-war, the Vietnam War, and yet they're sponsoring the war, they're promoting the war, they do both sides here. And and the women's liberation movements, which was designed to break down the family, and later into a plethora of elite-sponsored NGOs. These are large uh, non-government organizations that are uh, non-profits, they go, I mean, they're all over the world doing their their, uh, work. And the media, the television, primarily television, radio, newspaper, media, magazines, that is uh, controlled, uh, obviously uh, very slanted toward one, so they control, they censor the news. They let you hear what they want you to hear the Democratic and Republican Party factions, so they control both sides of the political arena, which explains why there's never any real change. The, the government monolith just keeps growing and growing, and their power keeps growing and growing. The debt keeps growing and growing. It's because they control both. This is what they want. They want to destroy our country and uh, take over the entire world. That's who these people are. Uh, the liberals, what was called liberals, the progressives, Zionists, who are those involved in the state of Israel, the labor parties, uh, big labor, the unions, and the gay rights movements. Uh, the entertainment industry as well, the music industry, would be part of that as well. Like the Communist Party USA itself, these groups are controlled from the top so their memberships are unaware of being used uh, for other purposes. To the objection that some of the above-mentioned groups oppose globalism, Dodd refers to examples where the Communist Party USA ostensibly supported causes they wished to sabotage. This is what they support both sides, so that they will appear to look like they're doing something else. This is what they do. Communism was and is a plot designed to substitute a cabal of the rich for the rule of God. Let me read that again. Communism was and is a plot designed to to substitute a cabal, a group of the ultra-elite rich, for the rule of God and God's law. It is a utopian fraud hatched by the rich to thwart the dreams of ordinary people and to stunt human progress, especially Protestant Christian progress. The same cabal is behind most wars, I would say all wars, including the impending attack on Iraq. This was back in 2003. Since that, we've had wars, continuous wars, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, in uh, Libya, in Egypt, in Syria, now in Syria, in the Ukraine all of this going on at once plus <coughs> excuse me plus uh many that we don't even know about I'm sure that are going on uh the CIA has stuff going on all over the world if you think these people are working for us to protect us you need to think again about that uh, and just be open to another possibility they are working for the ultra-rich who are communi- who are promoting communism. They promote communism so that they can get in power and control it and uh, uh, just destroy any competition. This is what they do. A precursor to the New World Order, communism espouses brotherhood, peace, and equality in order to to deceive us. This is from the French Revolution. It has taken over society's eyes, ears, mind, and spirit. Much of what passes for truth in the media and in our school system is part of this monstrous con job. The expression politically correct is widespread use use in America is an old Communist Party term. Our politicians are mostly traitors. Almost all of our politicians are traitors. They they never really uh, stand up against all of this. Feminism, the feminist movement, is communist both in origin and spirit. It pretends to champion women, but in fact neuters both sexes and destroys the basic social unit, the family, which is the objective. The promotion of homosexuality as a lifestyle choice for heterosexuals is also part of this brazen, elitist fraud designed to create new types of human beings who would conform. What it's doing is tearing down it's destroying any type of cohesion in society, any type of bond between people, any covenant bond between that will help you be stronger. This is what they want to tear apart, and they've done this. They've done this in our churches. They've done this in our families. They've done this in all of our society. They pit the young people against their own parents. How did they do that? By the school system. The school system is designed to get young people to move their allegiance from their family to their peer group, and that does it very effectively and even divides up peer group by grades. So there's no real large peer group. And then they send them off to college, which is just, all of this is just indoctrination into the communist philosophy, atheistic communist philosophy, which will bring about God's judgment. All of this is planned. Western civilization is like a ship floundering in a sea of evil, yet the passengers are too duped and distracted to realize it. Bella Dodd had the courage to sound the alarm 50 years ago. It's never too late to begin to resist tyranny. There are no lifeboats. Let me read another article uh, he has uh, entitled, uh, What is Communism? What is Communism? This also is by Henry Macau. Communism is a monopoly over everything, including thought, enforced by the state. The state is a front for the Illuminati Jewish central bankers who own its debt. It doesn't. Uh, this is what I said about Henry Mackay. He believes that it all goes back to the Illuminati Jewish bankers. But is there anybody controlling them? They want. I would suggest the Jesuits control the Illuminati and are the source of the Illuminati. Anything that increases state power is communist. Anything that increases state power, government power is communist to the core. World government will take this to the very to the next level, the biggest level of controlling the entire world. This is like the Tower of Babel. This is what they've been trying to do. It is not war already is not war already a revolutionary function. War? The commune eighteen seventy. Since that time every war was a giant step towards communism. I think the wars before that were a step toward communism. Most people think communism is an ideology dedicated to championing workers and the poor. Of leveling the society so that the, the rich are brought down, the poor are brought up, we're all equal. This, is an incredibly, this was an incredibly successful ruse or deception which manipulated millions of people and took them to their deaths. Behind this artifice, communism is devoted to concentrating all wealth and power in the hands of the central banking cartel, the Rothschilds and their allies, by disguising it as state power. It is said that the Rothschilds are simply the bankers uh, for the Vatican, basically. So remember that as we go through this. The central banking cartel is the ultimate monopoly. It has an almost global monopoly over government credit. Its object is to translate this into a monopoly over everything, political, cultural, economic, and spiritual. One world government equals Rothschild monopoly, bankers monopoly equals communism. This is where they're taking us an ideology that further concentrates wealth and power in the hands of the state is communism in another in another guise these ideologies socialism liberalism fascism neoconservatism who are the leaders of the republican party today neo the neoconservatives basically believe this same type of collectivism the same type of communist philosophy. Zionism, the leaders of the nation-state of Israel today, feminism, uh, the gay movement, many others, are fronts for communism and are organized and funded by the Central Banking Cartel, uh, the Federal Reserve and the International Bank, uh, which goes back to Europe. Current events are all designed by the central bankers to increase government power and control over our lives. This is what it's all about. The Red Symphony. After the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, this is a famous book uh, supposedly going back to the Elders of Zion, to the Zionists, to the Jews. Uh, the Jewish conspiracy, and people question whether it's a fake, a phony, or not. Uh, some people would take it back to the Jesuits who uh, set it up to blame uh, the Zionist. After that book, after the protocols, the Red Symphony, the book The Red Symphony, is the finest revelation of the real state of our world, this according to Henry Macau. The Red Symphony is a 1938 Stalinist secret police, NKVD, interrogation of Christian Rakovsky, a Soviet insider seen here with fellow Jew and Rothschild agent Leon Trotsky. The text is online or in Des Griffin, Fourth Reich of the Rich, if you would like to read it, the Red Symphony. I introduced this explosive 50-page document to my readers in 2003. This is Henry MacGow. It strips the veil from modern history and explains the real meaning of revolution, communism, Freemasonry, and war. He doesn't mention the judgments. It was not intended to become public knowledge. The translator, a Dr. J. Landowski made an unauthorized copy. It was not intended to become public knowledge. The, humanistic, the human exper- experiment is endangered by private interest, who have usurped the function of money creation everywhere. Modern history reflects the gradual process by which they transfer all wealth and power to themselves. Modern history reflects the gradual process by which these elite bankers transfer all wealth and power and property to themselves, destroying Western Protestant Christianity and civilization and creating a world police state. In 1938, Rakowski could say the whole world is controlled by the Sabbatean, uh, the Illuminati, the Masonic Jewish bankers, and their allies. This was what he suggested in this book. It it makes you wonder if this book is also like the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. It's uh, designed to tell you quite a bit, but then kind of deceive you a little bit who the real source is, and the bankers, I think, are very high up in the, in the pyramid. In his autobiography, My Life, Leon Trotsky wrote, Christian G. Rakovsky played an active part in the inner workings of four socialist parties, the Bulgarian, Russian, French, and Romanian to become eventually one of the leaders of the Soviet Federation, a founder of the Communist International, president of the Ukrainian Soviet of People's Commissaries, and the diplomatic Soviet representative in England and France. Rakovsky, whose real name was Khayyam Rakover, was sentenced to death in Stalin's purge of the Trotskyite faction of the party he tried to save himself by delivering a message to Stalin from the Illuminati. In the process, Rakovsky told his interrogator that the bankers created the communist state as a machine of total power, unprecedented in history. In the past, due to many factors, there was always room for individual freedom. Do you understand that those who already partially rule over nations and worldly governments have pretensions to absolute domination. Understand that this is the only thing which they have not yet achieved. A pernicious force paralyzes our national life. Rakowski identifies it. Imagine to yourself, if you can, a small number of people having unlimited power through the possession of real wealth And you will see they are the absolute dictators of the stock exchange and the economy. If you have enough imagination, then, you will see their anarchical, moral, and social influence. That is a revolutionary one. Do you now understand? That is the bankers, the ones with the real wealth, are the ones behind all of the moral decay, all the cultural, political correctness, all of this anarchy revolution that's going on. They created credit money with a view to making its volume close to infinite. I think they've achieved that, haven't they? And to give it the speed of sound, it is an abstraction, a being of thought, a figure, a number, credit, faith. That's all our American dollar is. Of course, they need to protect their credit monopoly by creating a world government. So that's what the government protects the money. That's what it's for. They protect the rich people, the rich people's control of the money. So they use the governments to protect that. And I would say it goes back... uh, Uh, deeper than that, to the Vatican. This prevents any country from issuing their own credit money and repudiating their debt of ever getting out of debt. They don't intend for us to ever get out of debt. Uh, If we would just go, this is my comment, if we would just go back to the Bible, to the Old Testament law, every seven years you canceled all debts. I think that's what uh, we should do. That keeps these rich people from gaining more and more and more power like they have done. Marxism. The revolutionary movement which defines modern history was a means to institutionalize banker power by destroying the old order. Uh, The old order here, it's not clear what he means by that. The old order, I think, would be the Protestant. Order, the Western Protestant order. This is what's being destroyed. Marxism, before being a ph- philosophical, economic, and political system, is a conspiracy for the revolution. Rakowski scoffs at the elementary Marxism, the demagogic, popular one that is used to dupe the intellectuals and the masses. This is their it's a big deception to deceive the intellectuals, the university professors, into thinking that they're doing something good of championing the poor people, when in effect they're working uh, to secure the power, the total control of the rich people. This is what they're doing. Marx was hired by Rothschild to dupe the masses. Rakovsky says Marx laughs in his beard at all humanity from uh, Des Griffins' book on page 240. Of course, Marx never mentioned the Rothschilds, and uh, I'm sure he never mentioned the Jesuits behind them. Uh, As for Freemasonry, every Masonic organization tries to create all the required prerequisites for the triumph of the Communist Revolution. This is the obvious aim of Freemasonry, says Rakovsky, a high-ranking Mason himself. So the Masons are involved in it. The Masons are controlled at the top by the Illuminati, by the Jesuits. The aim of the revolution is no less than to redefine reality in terms of the interest of the bankers. They want you, they want to, to control what you think about your purpose in life to uh, go along with their purpose. This involves the promotion of subjective truth over objective truth. Subjective is your feelings over fact over the Bible, over biblical truth. If Lenin feels something to be real, then it is real. It's not unusual to hear people uh, say that. Their feeling is more uh, important to them than reality or the facts or biblical truth. For him every reality, every truth was was relative in the face of the soul and absolute one, the revolution. So everything was submitted to the revolution. Everything had to, had to forward that cause. This is Kabbalism. Kabbalistic Jews create reality because they believe they are the conduit for God's will. In other words, mankind has fallen for a gigantic fraud. They, that's what I've said. They, he traces it back to uh, what he refers to as the Kabbalistic Jews, the Illuminati Jewish bankers. In other words, white is black and up is down. This is a a Jesuit uh, concept, that white is black. They can convince people that white is black or that black is white and up is down. They can convince people that the opposite of the truth is is, in their mind, the truth. This is Jesuit philosophy here. In other words, white is black and up is down. This is how it was in the Soviet Union. And now in the West, truth and justice are being replaced by political uh, correctness. Political correctness is a Bolshevik term, is now in common usage in America. Thus, homosexuality, which psychiatrists always considered a developmental disorder, became a lifestyle choice in 1973 by political uh, dictate. Now public schools encourage heterosexual children to experiment with their sexuality. This is unhealthy and unnatural, but that's what Satanism and revolution are really about, overturning the salutary inherent order. Rakowski marvels that the benches on which sat the greasy usurers' interest peddlers to trade in their monies have now been converted into temples, which stand magnificently at every corner of contemporary big towns where their heathen colonnades and crowds go there and bring assiduously their deposits of all their possessions to the God of money. This is about right, right? The biggest, just look in your town, the biggest buildings, the nicest, biggest buildings are the banks, the banks. I mean, in our town and where we are, they're hands down. They're the banks. They're the banks. He says the Soviet five-pointed star represents the five Rothschild brothers with, with their banks who possess colossal accumulations of wealth, the greatest ever known. Isn't it strange that Marx never mentions this fact? Rakowski asks, isn't it strange that during revolutions, the mobs never attacked the bankers, their mansions or banks? Why? And that's because they're controlling. They have the agitators, uh, Under their control. The leaders of the riots, the leaders of the mobs, are under their control. They steer them away from those things toward uh, destroying uh, each other. War is the means by which the central bankers advance their agenda. Rakowski says says Trotsky was behind the murder of Archduke Ferdinand, which sparked World War I. He recalls the phrase used by the mother of the five Rothschild brothers, if my sons want it, then there will be no war. This means that they were the arbiters, the masters of peace and war, but not emperors. That is the bankers, the big Rothschild bankers. Are you capable of visualizing the fact of such a cosmic importance? Is not war already a revolutionary function? War. The commune. Since that time, every war was a giant step towards communism. Just understand that. And how many wars have we had since then? We've had almost constant wars somewhere. Two major world wars, the Cold War, the war on terrorism now, and many supposed minor wars like Korea and uh, Vietnam, and now the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan and the Middle East, just constant wars, to draw your focus away from what is really going on. After the murder of Illuminati member, Weimar foreign minister Walter Rothenau in 1922, the the Illuminati give political and financial positions only to intermediaries, Rakowski says, obviously to persons who are trustworthy and loyal to them, which can be guaranteed a thousand ways. Thus, one can assert that those bankers and politicians in the public eye are only men of straw, even though they occupy very high places and are made to appear to be the authors of the plans which are carried out. Think uh, Barack Obama or George W. Bush. They control, these are just actors, is what he's saying here who are fed their lines, or are fed their plans. In 1938, Rakowski outlined three reasons for the upcoming Second World War. The first is that Hitler began to print his own money. So Hitler was breaking away from this banking trust. This is very serious, much more than all the external and cruel factors in National Socialism. This is why they had to turn on him while they supported and put him in power and built up the economy of Germany. Hitler turned to printing his own money and broke away from their control, and that had to be stopped. Secondly, the fully developed nationalism of Western Europe is an obstacle to Marxism. Notice this, what, what they wanted to break down. The fully developed nationalism of Western Europe is an obstacle to Marxism. The need for the destruction of nationalism of independent nations, states, is alone worth a war in Europe. So they wanted to break up Western, which is what they did. They handed half of Europe over to the Soviet Union. Finally, communism cannot triumph unless it suppresses the still living christianic Protestant Christianity. He refers to the permanent revolution as dating from the birth of Christ and the Reformation as its first partial victory because it split Christianity. Uh, I'm not sure I would totally agree with the the sentiments of that. Let me read that again. Communism cannot triumph unless it suppresses the still-living Christianity. So Christianity is the enemy to communism. Real Christianity. True Christianity. Biblical Christianity. He refers to the permanent revolution As dating from the birth of Christ. So Christ started something that must be, uh, it kind of must be stopped. And the Reformation, the Protestant Reformation, as its first partial victory because it split Christianity. This suggests that the conspiracy also contains a racial or religious factor. It definitely does. In reality, Christianity is our only real enemy. This is what Rakowski says. In reality, Christianity is our only real enemy, since all the political and economic phenomena of the bourgeois states. Christianity controlling the individual Is capable of annulling the revolutionary projection of the neutral Soviet or atheist state. Now the central bankers are promoting World War III, as in the clash of civilizations. Substitute Islam for Christianity today and pit Christians against Islam. This is what we're being set up. This is the war that's being set up for us today. The new world order creates a false reality which represents our mental enslavement. Legions of pundits, professors, politicos enforce its precepts. These are the agentur, the agents referred to smugly in the protocols of the elders of Zion. Society is totally subverted. Government, education, entertainment, and the news media are in the hands of the central banking cartel, or their owners, who might be above them. The private sector sings from the same songbook on subjects like diversity, toleration. The same applies to think tanks, foundations, NGOs, professional associations, and major charities. Intelligence agencies serve the central bankers. This article, How the Fed Bought the Economics Profession, is the template for all professions. So they control the professions. Lawyers, uh, attorneys, uh, bankers, uh, doctors, all of them. Through their education system, that goes back to the Jesuits. As a result, society is helpless to address its real problem, the concentration of power in the hands of these communist-believing bankers. We are stymied by the bogus charge of anti-Semitism. That's uh, Henry Macau's statement, which uh, he takes everything back to the Jewish people, which I don't, Uh, I think they're they're also being used as a deception. We are stymied. I'm sure there's some truth in what he says. It, there's got always has to be some truth for people to be deceived. We are stymied by the bogus charge of anti-Semitism that is he and his organization. When most Jews are ignorant of the big picture, that is absolute. most people. Uh, I mean. The vast, vast majority, 98% or more, are just totally oblivious to what's going on. There is no shortage of lackeys, often Freemasons and Masonic Jews, willing to share the spoils of the banker's fraud. So they use some of their money to get their workers to do what they need to do. This defines success today. Mankind is doomed as long as these bankers control society. What is the remedy? Nationalize the central banks. Uh, this is what the Constitution says, is that our, federal, our government should control the banks. This is, uh, we can talk about that history some other time. I think we have in the past. National this is Henry Macau's solution. I believe the solution is to return to God's law and follow God's law that's revealed very clearly in the Old Testament law. That's what I believe. And uh, it's fulfillment, of course, in Jesus Christ, and all of uh, I mean, I'm a Christian. Mankind is doomed as long as these bankers control society. They're do- and the education and the educational system, the media, the mind control process that they use against us to control us. What is the remedy? Nationalize the central banks, repudiate debts created from nothing. That's- this is what the Bible says is cancel the debts. cancel the debts. Every seven years, cancel all debts, break up the cartels, hold the. I would add this: that you should hold these, the top people, hold them and try them and get rid of them. That's what we should do as a as a uh, lawful uh, people to so to resolving the the world problems, repudiate debts created from nothing, break up the cartels, especially in Hollywood, and the media, and the schools, institute strict public campaign financing and accountability. In addition, we need a spiritual revival, amen, a return to true biblical religion, that was my, I added biblical in here, and at least an affirmation of God and a moral order, amen, the Ten Commandments. We need to get back to the Word of God the, the Protestant Revolu- uh, Revelation, Reformation was one of the most powerful movements and is directly responsible for a lot of America of what we love about America. but as long as people perceive their interest in terms of the status quo of maintaining of keeping what they have, our problems are systematic, are systemic, and will not go away that's the end of this uh, book uh, or this uh, of uh, this article by Henry Macau you can get this on his website henrymacau.com what is communism the other one before that was Bella Dodd the new world order is communist thanks for listening today and uh, I'll be back again soon thanks How do you stop it? It doesn't seem to stop. Okay.